Happy day, Rosel Garcia with Why Jesus. Hoping you are having a fabulous, relaxing Sunday. That you are able to hear God's love for you in the slowing down of everything else that you do throughout the week. Sundays are always my favorite for that reason that I kind of feel like I have to slow down a little bit enough for me to be more in tune with God and being able to feel of his love and strength for my life. And that always makes me feel better and it helps me um, get ready for the week ahead. So praying and hoping that you are able to get some of that. So let's get started. This next section on Come Follow Me covers the week of May 3rd through the 9th. And it is called Seek Ye Earnestly the Best Gifts. And it's going to cover Doctrine and Covenants chapters 46 through 48. And for all of those that are new uh, listeners... You can go to LDS.org and do a library search for Come Follow Me, and it will take you to the respective weeks. You can look for the one that we are currently on, or you can go to download the LDS app and also do a library search there, or you can buy the book at Desert Books. Um, and go through it manually that way. It is up to you. Everybody is welcome uh, to be a part of this. Just know that I'm not an expert. I'm no one special in telling you the Word of God. I'm just simply learning myself and like to uh, share this with anybody out there in case some of this uh, helps them feel the love of God can, because that is my total purpose behind this. I'm human like everybody else, so I do make mistakes. And my opinion may not be something that everybody likes or accepts, especially nowadays. But it is my opinion, and I'm entitled to it, just like you are entitled to having your own opinion. So... My only wish is that nobody makes politics out of this. Other than I'm just trying to say how I feel God's love and how I wish you and everybody else could do the same because it definitely has improved and continues to make my life better and gives me strength uh, to overcome my trials, which we all have many and plenty of. So, I am going to uh, basically uh, go through this, come follow me, and I'm going to tell you the sections we're going through today. The sections today are called, All Earnest Seekers Are Welcome to Worship in the Lord's Church. God has given spiritual gifts to bless His children. 
the Lord wants his church to keep a history. And those are the sections today. And I am going to read some of the summaries from the Come Follow Me because they do a great job. And um, and we're going to read some scriptures in the Bible and some in the Book of Mormon and Doctrine and Covenants. And let's get started. It says here, as Parley P. Pratt, Oliver Cowdery, uh, Saiba Peterson, and Peter Whitmer Jr. left Kirkland and moved on to the other fields to, of labor, they left over 100 converts who had plenty of zeal but little experience or direction. There were no instructional handbooks, no leadership training meetings, no broadcast of general conference. In fact, there weren't even very many copies of the Book of Mormon to go around. Many of these new believers had been drawn to the restored gospel by the promise of marvelous manifestations of the Spirit, especially those they knew about from studying the New Testament. Soon, some unusual expressions of worship, including falling to the ground or uh, writhing like a snake, were introduced into their church meetings. Many found it hard to discern which manifestations were of the Spirit and which were not. Seeing the confusion, Joseph Smith prayed for help. The Lord's answer is equally valuable today when people often reject or ignore the things of the Spirit. The Lord revealed that spiritual manifestations are real and clarified what they are. Gifts from a loving Heavenly Father given for the benefit of all those who love Him and keep all His commandments. So we're going to dig a little bit into this because, you know, we have so many religions in the world and there's different things that are done in each of them and uh, it, it is just, you know, the, the way it is. Some people are used to doing certain things in a church they grew up in and that kind of thing and then they convert to this church and they expect to keep doing some of the things they were doing before and yeah i can see how this creates huge confusion and in fact if you guys remember the story of joseph smith that is the whole reason why he had not been baptized in any church is because they all had conflicting um things and they were fighting against each other and it just didn't make sense to him and so he actually followed what James um, chapter 5 well, James 1 5 I may have it backwards or James 5 1 says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of God but let him ask him faith nothing wavering and it shall be given him. And so he said, ah, there's only one way to find out what is God's church, and that is to ask God directly. I don't know. I'm confused by all of these religions, so I'm just going to ask him. And that brought on 
that whole first visit of God the Father and Jesus Christ to him. So it is because there's so much confusion out there that we all need to learn to ask God directly like Joseph Smith. And I love, love, love the fact that when this came about, that there was conflicting things going on with the new converts to the church and some of the practices they were doing in their Sunday congregations, Joseph Smith said, uh, in order to clarify the confusion, I asked God. Um, and so he continued to ask God what to do and how to help the people. And so that is a pattern for all of us to continue doing in our lives is to keep asking God and not asking man. Because man is as human as we all are, we'll make mistakes and we can lead others astray, but God will not. And so um, to figure out what some of these spiritual gifts are, we're going to look at the 1 Corinthians chapter 12, 1 through 11. And that says, Now concerning, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as ye were led. Wherefore I give to you under, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit. Okay, let me try that again. Wherefore I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God calleth Jesus accursed. And that no man can say that Jesus is the Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are dif diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit withal. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another div diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretations of tongues. But all of these worketh that one the self-same spirit dividing to every man severally as he will so in the new testament it does not mention throwing themselves on the ground and um, mimicking snakes or anything like that and so th that kind of tells us you know what God focuses on. He focuses on, you know, some have the gift of wisdom, some the gift of knowledge, some the gift of uh, healings, some of prophesying, some of um, speaking in tongues, and the other ones is interpreting tongues, and so forth. And I have experienced some of those. I mean, I don't know. It's not something uncommon I mean for me 
the speaking of tongues and the interpreting of tongues, I don't, to me, that is like somebody who is gifted in speaking different languages from the world and somebody that is able to interpret different languages of the world. It does not mean somebody just speaking gibberish um, and that there is nothing or no one that could understand what that is. And so, and I know very, uh, very many people that have the gift of wisdom. They are just mature for their years. I mean, some children are incredibly full of wisdom. I mean, we should all be like little children for that matter. Um, and some people that have the gift of knowledge that they can just learn something so quickly uh, and so forth, but all of those were given to us by the, to benefit everybody else. Um, and so I like that in the New Testament, how it clarifies that. And then it says here um, that they were given to us by a loving Heavenly Father uh, to benefit those who love Him and keep all of His commandments. So it is for our benefit. Um, then the next section, I'm going to kind of skip out of order. I'm going to go down to the God has given spiritual gifts to bless his children. It's the same topic, so I'm going to keep it together. And it says the early saints believe in spiritual gifts, but needed some guidance about their purpose. As you study about gifts of the spirit using um, Doctrine and Covenants 46, 7 to 33, ponder why it is important that you always remember for what they are given. Consider how these verses apply to this statement from Elder Robert D. Hales. These gifts are given to those who are faithful to Christ. They will help us know and teach the truths of the gospel. They will help us bless others. They will help. They will guide us back to our Heavenly Father. What else do you learn from these verses about spiritual manifestations? How can those truths help you not to be deceived? Ponder what your spiritual gifts are and how you can use them for the benefit of children of God. If you have a patriarchal blessing, it likely identifies gifts you have been given. And so I'm going to... The section here on Doctrine and Covenants 7 to 33. I love how it starts, and then we're going to focus on verse 8 from that, and so let's go there. It says, But you were commanded in all things to ask of God, who giveth liberally, and that which the Spirit testifies unto you, even so I would that ye should do in all holiness of heart, walking uprightly before me, considering the end of your salvation doing all things which with prayer and thanksgiving that ye may not be seduced by evil spirits or doctrines of devils or the commandments of men for some are of men and others of devils wherefore beware lest ye are deceived and that ye may not be deceived seek ye earnestly the best gifts always remembering for what they are given for verily I say unto you, they are given for the benefit of all those who love me and 
keep all my commandments. And him that seeketh so to do, that all may be benefited that seek or that ask of me, that ask and not for a sign, that they may consume it upon their lust. And again, verily I say unto you, I would that ye should always remember and always retain in your minds that what those gifts are that are given unto the church. For all that have not every gift given unto them, for there are many gifts, and to every man is given a gift by the Spirit of God. So let's stop there. God himself is telling us the gifts he has given us are for us, for our benefit, and because he loves us. They're giving us to help us and bring us back to him. He's also telling us so that we will not be deceived. And he's telling us that some spirits are of man and some are of devils. So if you guys remember back to Moses, uh, you know, the Ten Commandments, that famous movie, you guys can go back, but reading it is very powerful too. So you guys remember whatever Moses was able to do, some of Pharaoh's... Um, men, you know, so-called, um, I don't know, religious leaders, I guess, uh, were able to do some of the same. So it looked, they downwashed the miracles that Moses was doing because they were able to do some, but they were just tricks, tricks, visual tricks of, you know, people could see. But when it came down to other things that Moses did, they couldn't do the rest. And so clearly it was visible to people who really have the power of God. And the other one were just deceivers. Um, and, you know, the devil is out to deceive us. So he does anything to trick us, anything to um, just cover the truth uh, in make it seem like, you know, it's okay, we can do this, you know, by throwing a little bit of truth into it, so to trick people. And so he says, the scripture says that all those that live the commandments will be able to decipher or know the true spiritual gifts. Um, but just in case you may be confused this also goes down the list um, of gifts that the New Testament said. And um, this starts on, it says that all the gifts are given by the Holy Ghost. And they are all to um, honor God and Jesus Christ nothing that accurses them. So if you find that some spirit out there is accursing God in Jesus Christ, you definitely know that's not something that comes from God. Um, and it says here, I'm going to read them again so you can see it's the same. He told the people in the old world what those gifts are. He told the people in the new world what those gifts are. So, you know, two witnesses of the same thing, they must be true. So here we go, and it says, and 
And again, it is given by the Holy Ghost to some to know the diversities of operations, whether they be of God or that the manifestations of the Spirit may be given to every man to profit withal. And again, verily I say unto you, to some it is given by the Spirit of God, the word of wisdom to another, the word of knowledge, that all may be taught to be wise and have the knowledge. And again, some to be given to have faith, to be healed, and to others to be given to have the faith to heal. And again, to some it is given the working of miracles, and to others it is given to prophesy, and to others the discerning of spirits. And again, it is given to some to speak tongues, and to another is given the interpretation of tongues. And all these gifts come from God for the benefit of all the children of God. And one thing that I like, it says, these gifts are not given to show people as signs that, uh, yeah, you know, I'm going to convince you that this is a church of God because you've seen me make, heal someone. He says those, these gifts are not given for us to give us signs to other people so they can believe. The believing part is going to come by when we ask God if what we're experiencing comes from God and if it's confirmed by the power of the Holy Ghost and that's kind of cemented in our hearts and there's no doubt. But so you can see these gifts are not what you may be used to seeing or hearing about in other churches. Um, very specific for our progress and to get us back to God. So the last part here, uh, it says, to ponder what your spiritual, spiritual gifts are and how you can use them for the benefit of the children of God. I'm going to read that verse. And all these gifts come from God for the benefit of all the children of God. The fact that we are very different, think differently, do things differently, um, see things differently, etc. That means that you have gifts that I don't have that I can learn from and grow from and vice versa. And we can all edify each other with the many gifts that are among us. None are to demean one another, to bring others down, to make somebody feel inferior, to make someone feel that they need to be above others because of the color of their skin. None of that. It is for the edification of all, of God's children. And so... I just want to make sure that that is clear. Um, if something out there goes against that, then you know it is not of God. So I'm going to kind of leave it up to you. You know that nowadays we're hearing all about color, all about what was done in the past. If you did this, then you, this should be stripped off of you now and this and that. It should be clear to us people that all that is happening in the world does not come from God. It is strictly coming from the opposite side, which is 
the devil, here to destroy us, to keep us from getting to God. And so all distracting tactics to keep us away and make us feel like, yeah, we are entitled to have certain things given to us, etc. So what is my personal gift? I some days struggle, some days it is more clear, but it is clear uh, if I look at my career path, um, I've chosen to be kind of in service-oriented fields, helping people, but inevitably I wind up being more of a, an interpreter. I can uh, pick up on languages and understand what some people are saying, even though I may not know their language. So I'm going to say that I have a little bit of both sides. I can speak multiple languages and I can interpret some languages. And so, um, and I am just, I, I love helping people in any way, shape or form. So I'm gonna say those are probably some of my gifts and others I can clearly see some gifts in other people because they are amazing, talented people in many areas that I'm just like jaw-dropping to see their incredible gifts that they've been blessed with. Um, and they're using it in most cases to help other people. They're, um, later on, we're going to read some other scriptures that are going to tell us what some some of us are doing with the talents that people that God has given us and we hope that we're using them for the benefiting of all if not there we're really not serving the purpose of why God granted us those gifts um and so that is that part on spiritual gifts the other part that I'm going to cover is the Lord wants his church to keep a history. John Whitmer's calling to keep a history of the church continued a long tradition of record keeping among the God's people. In fact, the position of the church historian and recorder still exists today. Why do you think keeping a history is so important to the Lord? Ponder this as you read his instructions to John Whitmer about his assignment in section 47. Also consider what personal experiences you need to record. For example, what has the Lord taught you that you want preserved? As you ponder these questions, consider this insight from Elder Marvin Marlene K. Jensen in 70, of, uh, who served at the church as a church historian and recorder. Um, we keep records to help us remember. We desire to help church remember members remember the great things God has done for his children's for his children uh, lessons from the past help us cope with our present and give us hope for the future and so there's a history of God's dealings with men on earth that gives us hope and strength for the future nowadays people are focusing on the negative things people did uh, once again, it's not there to edify people, but to bring people down. So that should be clear to you and me that that does not come from God. 
And so, yes, do people make mistakes and do horrible things to other human beings? Absolutely. Is that something that God is pleased with? Absolutely not. Do we do our best, the majority of us, to do better? Yes. So just keep the right focus on why it is that we're being asked to write a history. It is for the benefit of our posterity to strengthen them during their times of trial. And I'm going to read on the Book of Mormon, 2nd Nephi, it says here, For I command all men, both in the east and in the west, and in the north and in the south, and in the islands of the sea, that they shall write the words which I speak unto them, for out of the books which shall be give, written, I will judge the world, every man according to their works, according to that which is written. For behold, I shall speak unto the Jews, and they shall write it. And I shall also speak to the Nephites, and they shall write it. And I shall speak unto the other tribes of the house of Israel, which I have led away, and have, and they shall write it. And I shall also speak unto all nations of the earth, and they shall write it. So, in the Book of Mormon, it is clear. It says there are many books of scriptures out there. Currently, we have the Bible. That's the Book of the Jews. We have the Book of Mormon. That's the Book of the Nephites, ancient people in the North American continent. And he says there's many other spiritual books out there because he commanded all nations to write it. So I know that to be true. The book called Doctrine and Covenants is the book of the people who received the Book of Mormon um, and Joseph Smith, who with the power of God was helped to translate it into English. Um, what we are now reading in Doctrine and Covenants is what he was commanded to do. So there's a record of that, and that's the way it's going to keep going. And as you hear and read with me on Doctrine and Covenants, you know it is God speaking. It is not Joseph Smith. There's no way um, that he could speak with his limited education, and his wife was one that testified and as a witness that there is he couldn't even write full sentences that were grammatically correct, little less translate the book by himself without the power of God and speak the way God and Jesus Christ speak. Because when you hear God speaking, there's a different tone, different way. When Jesus Christ is speaking, it's a different way. Why? Because they're two different personages. And so, in any event, I love that the scripture says that we will have different spiritual books. And we do have some now. Then on the next, Moses 6, 5, it says, And the book of remembrance was kept, and the which was recorded in the language of Adam, for it was given unto as many as called upon God to write by the Spirit of inspiration. And this is why we have the Bible, because people wrote things that happened down, and this is why we have the Book of Mormon and Doctrine and Covenants and the Pearl of Great Price. And finally, Abraham one twenty eight thirty one. But I shall endeavor hereafter to delineate the chronology running back from myself to the beginning of the creation for 
the record for the records have come into my hands which i hold unto this present time but the records of the fathers even the patriarchs concerning the right of priesthood the lord my god preserved in mine own hands therefore a knowledge of the beginning of the creation and also the planets and the stars and as they were made known unto the fathers i have kept even unto this day and i shall endeavor to write some of these this things upon this record for the benefit of my posterity that shall come after me so there's the whole purpose and reason why having journals is so important uh, for the benefit of our posterity and people so I just hope you're able to feel God's love in the Word of God because that is what He intended it to be. That is what's giving us strength. And if we write things that are helping us, strengthening, strengthening us during our trials, um, if we write those down, our kids will benefit from that. And so I hope you're able to feel God's love when you read the word of God because I sure do and it is my prayer that you feel God's love for you and your family more than anything so with that this is Rosa Garcia uh, with Why Jesus signing off